Hello everybody and welcome to That's the Issue, the comic book podcast that gets to know you through the issues that you love. Uh, my name is Matt Loon and I am your host. Uh, it's just me this month um, I have um, a shorter show than usual to bring to you, um, but I wanted to spend this time to talk to you about Thought Bubble Festival. Um, so if you don't know, Thought Bubble is the um, annual festival held in Leeds in the UK every year and uh, this was my first year attending and I've literally just got home, I've just sat down, I've still got the wristband on my wrist, um, I've just taken the obligatory photo of all of my swag and all the books that I bought um, and I'll be posting that along with this podcast so you'll be able to see that in the show notes at multiversitycomics.com so I thought I would sit with you uh, for the next uh, 45 minutes or so and go through the experiences that I had, the people that I met, the panels that I went to and uh, the mountain of books that I bought uh, from the show as well so the actual festival itself um, runs throughout uh, the week. So this past week from Monday there was things going on, uh, there was um, there was shows, there was uh, experiences, there was um, you know usual kind of festival things happening throughout the city. So Leeds kind of transforms into this um, this area where creative works uh, take uh, take precedence and uh, and kind of fill the streets, fill the town hall, and fill fill all these kind of buildings across the city where you can go and see and experience a whole manner of things, uh, all to do with like creativity, imagination, and comics. And then the Saturday and Sunday is the actual con, the Comic Con itself, um, and that's what I went to. Um, I got there. Uh, very early Saturday morning and uh, and left um, this afternoon. Um, so I didn't spend as much time there as some people. I spent more time than others, um, but um, I would have happily spent another three, four, five days doing that and still not been able to see everyone uh, that I wanted to see and buy everything that I wanted to buy. Um, but to be honest, money was a problem for me rather than uh, time. I uh, I had to restrict myself. I could have spent um, three, four times the amount of money that I spent. There's just so much there. There's so many people there. There's so many um, stalls. Uh, my I went with my wife and we both kind of, we wandered around the first marquee, the huge comicsology marquee that's there today. And, uh, you know, you're wandering up and down the aisles, you're saying hello to people, you're talking to people about their work, you're buying, you know, you're buying books from people. Um, and generally speaking, you, you get this kind of, uh, we looked at each other, we had this kind of overwhelming kind of sensory overload. Um, and there's just so much to look at, you know, so we did like a, a scout around the main um, the main marquee. We had to walk around the whole thing first, and then when you, um, you know, then you settle and you actually think, right, I've my eyes are adjusting to the, you know, the amount of talent and the amount of books that are on display. Now I'm going to go back and, you know, revisit the um, the stalls that I want to speak to, the actual people that I want to see, um, and uh, and then work your way backwards. Um, but uh, first things first. I mean, I went to. Um, I spent most of yesterday going to panels, so I went to um, I went to two panels yesterday, um, and I um, then went for lunch with a few people, um, met met a few people that I uh, I've I've spoken to online before many times, uh, but never actually met them in person. So it's lovely to meet those people, um, and uh, and then the afternoon and uh, the evening went out for drinks in the evening, met a few more people then. Um, but the panels that I went to, the first panel that I went to um, was the um, Strip Panel Naked uh, panel that was hosted by Hassan Otzmanelhau. Uh, got to meet him, he was really cool. Um, and essentially that panel was um, was all about the um, 
Strip Panel Naked uh, is, if you don't know, it's the YouTube channel that analyzes uh, comic works um, and shows you everything that's on the page, speaks to people um, about how they uh, create their process um, and has breaks down the, uh, the structure, the form of comics and comics creations and, uh, and things you see on the page and what they, and what they mean. And um, and so to do that, he brought on four guests. Uh, he brought on um, a, a writer. He brought on an artist. He brought on a colorist, and he brought on a letterer. Um, and uh, and so that panel was excellent. Um, it was uh, really informative. Uh, he had um, Greg Rucker with him, who was the writer. He had Aditya Bidikar, who was the letterer. Um, he had uh, Trina Farrell, who was the uh, colorist, um, and he also had Leslie Hung uh, from Snot Girl, who was the artist. And um, it was great because he was able to um, bring up uh, pages from each of their works and talk to them specifically about what their process was uh, when approaching this specific page. Um, and then generally what it was what their approach is like talking um, talking to each of them in turn about what it's like to write for Greg's case, what it's like to draw in uh, in Leslie's case, um, coloring and mood and you know how that um, displays emotions with uh, with Trina and uh, and then finally with Aditya Bidikar talking about the you know the impact that his lettering has and whether he wants you know whether he wants to immerse himself uh, whether he wants his work to you know to to merge into the art itself or whether he wants it to stand out and what that means um, for the actual content of the of the narrative that's being driven um, and that was and that was fascinating and what I love about it is the the chance that you get to actually hear the people in their own words saying what they love about what they do and and hearing the hearing the amount of work that they put in and hearing the amount of um you know the amount of uh, energy that they that they that they portray when they're talking about their craft gets you excited you know it gets you into wanting to you know read their books if, if you weren't already wanting to explore more of, of what they're putting out there um and generally look for that look for those lessons that they teach in in other works that you buy as well um and that's true of Hass's work generally uh, whether you're um watching his strip on a naked uh, youtube channels or whether you're what listening to uh, whether you're reading the panel by panel uh, digital magazine um, on Gumroad uh, that um, every month you know highlights a different series and you know breaks it down you know breaks it down the story beats the 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 themes of the issues and things like that. Um, that's you know that's Hassan's old hell deal real. That's what he that's what he does. You know he um, he he reads books on another level uh, to any of us. So um, so I'm I'm very pleased to have uh, to have met him. I got a couple of the print copies of uh, Panel by Panel. Um, that uh, I'm, I'm dying to read. Um, I got one on Young Animal, which is a beast of a book. It's actually absolutely massive. Um, one of the things you don't think about when you subscribe to a digital com uh, digital magazine is just how big that issue would be in real life. Um, and um, and it's 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 a huge, it's a thick tome, a thick tome. So I'm gonna um, I'm gonna sit and read that at some point. And uh, I got one on Mr. Miracle, which is gonna come in handy for uh, my other podcast, Mother Box, that I do with Paul Lai. Um, we're gonna hopefully be doing our next episode um, on Mr. Miracle and on um, uh, you know how the impact that the Jack Kirby issues have had, and also what the um, the impact of Tom King's new series does. And panel by panel 
this issue with Mr. Miracle uh, being the focus is all about Tom King's um, Mr. Miracle books. I think it's about the first issue of Mr. Miracle specifically, um, but it talks about the themes as a whole throughout that issue. Um, and so, yes, yeah, so that was a that was a great panel. That was really, really interesting, really engaging, uh, being able to speak to people like that. Um, hear people talk as well like that. So uh, afterwards, got to meet Hass, got to meet a few other people, um, and uh, went to uh, the second panel of the day, which was um, which was called Sketching Spotlight, which was um, an incredible um, panel. Really, it was basically it was um, four creators um, hosted by um, um, a, a fifth creator. Um, it it was hosted by Peter Doherty, and um, it also had uh, Afua Richardson, it had Brian Stelfreeze, it had Leslie Hung again, and it had uh, Ian Kennedy. And um, as the conversation went on, they each of them took it in turns to um, to draw a sketch uh, while they were on the stage. And uh, if you've been to one of these before, it's always fascinating. You know, your your time is divided between looking at what they're drawing <laughs> up on the screen. You can see uh, an image of what they're actually drawing and listening to the conversations that are being had. Um, and so there's always something to uh, to listen to and there's always something to watch. And uh, the sketches that they did, which are going to be auctioned off uh, for Bernardo's, um, is, um, they, they were all absolutely, you know, incredible. Um, Afua Richardson and Brian Stelfreeze, especially for me, were my personal favourites. Uh, Brian did a... Um, an image of Batgirl, and Afua did um, Dora Milaje, um, and then Leslie Hung did Snot Girl, and Ian Kennedy did uh, Judge Dredd, and they were all brilliant. And that watching them, watching them create these works was uh, was absolutely fascinating, and was quite of a rare, rare experience for me to be able to see these people working. So that was absolutely fantastic as well. Um, and then they had uh, a midcon um, drinks uh, party after party in the evening. Uh, so I went along there, met up with a few more people as well. That was great. And then today I spent the majority of the day um, going round the marquees. So I didn't get a chance to go around any marquees apart from briefly yesterday. And so today I went round and looked at all the marquees um, and went to uh, another panel in the morning. I went to a panel called Creating Worlds uh, that was with that was hosted by um, Steve Morris. And um, it was great to meet him and, uh, and chat to him. And then also... Um, get to see the uh, the panel that he was hosting and it had um, some creators involved um, from um, you know writers and artists there was Leila Del Duca uh, there was Kate Ashwin there was uh, Ram V uh, Greg Rucker and uh, and it was uh, it was just a fantastic um, fantastic uh, event it was really good to listen to them to more, all of them talking about their the work that they do talking about um, the uh, the writing craft and how it is to create what it's like to create worlds and what it's like to create characters within those worlds um, and it was uh, it was really good Ollie Masters was there as well um, who was also brilliant Afua Richardson was meant to be at the panel but she uh, she wasn't actually there um, but um, but still the the people that were there hearing them all talk about um, their craft and talking about specifically their works as well and got to hear um, a lot of people you know really really good uh, conversation that they were having. Um, and then we stayed, um, my wife and I actually stayed after that one to hear the comics and conversation panel uh, with Mags Visaggio and um, I love Mags anyway um, but hearing her talk, hearing her be so um, funny and honest 
and um, you know just quite raw with what she was saying and how she was just so kind of um, upfront about her own struggles and upfront about the you know the work that she does and how she views her work and how she views her career um, and um, it was really refreshing to hear someone be that um, open and you know fun but also you know the levity was was there but also it was you know she she dealt with very real themes and very real um emotions that um resonated with a lot of people um and um and it was really um interesting it was hosted by Michael Mulcher um who's a comic journalist and PR coordinator for Rebellion 2000 AD and um and yeah he's um he was you know really good at being able to ask the questions that allowed mags to talk um for as long as she did um it was only an hour but it was it was fascinating to uh, to listen to and it's, uh, it's made me love mags all the more uh, for it as well um so the rest of the time was spent looking around marquees they had uh, three marquees they had um, Victoria Hall was also filled with um, stalls as well so we look around there and you do get this kind of sensory overload you do get this feeling that you've you know there's so much to do so many people there are panels that I didn't get to see um, but if I'd have spent all my time in the panels I wouldn't have gone to the marquees and if I spent all my time in the marquees I wouldn't have gone to the panels so it's it's hard to divide your time and know what you want to spend your time doing I'm happy with the the panels that I went to I wish I could have gone to to more uh, but then I'm happy with the time that I spent looking around the stalls in the marquee and speaking to the people that I want to speak to. Um, but I think it's uh, it's one of those where I wish I could have spent more time talking uh, and meeting people. Um, but the time that I did get was was absolutely brilliant. Um, and I came away with a massive mountain of books, um, as you do as well. Um, so a couple I'm going to talk about. Um, I want to talk about um, Winnebago Graveyard, which uh, was uh, Alison Sampson was there. Um, she also uh, did the book with Steve Niles. Um, but I spoke to Alison about um, uh, about Winnebago Graveyard. I got a print of the uh, the cover, and I got the um, the trade as well of the of the the whole series of Winnebago Graveyard. Um, I read that uh, last year when it came out, and I reviewed. Um, an issue or two of the series and um, and it was great to meet her it was really great to meet this person that does not look like the kind of person that brings out such a dark and horrific and uh, <laughs> claustrophobic and terrifying um, book such as Winnebago Graveyard uh, but I can't wait to to show that to my wife and get her to read it and see her thoughts because we both love horror um, and it's such a good book and, um, and yeah it was really great to meet uh, me Alison it's only brief again you know you, you don't get much time to, to spend with with anyone uh, when you're trying to see everyone um, but yeah there was that um, there was um, I got to see uh, Ram V. Um, I got to meet uh, Ram V, and I got to meet uh, Aditya Bidikar, um, and I got to meet uh, the artist of Graffiti's Wall, uh, who is uh, Anand R.K. It says on the front, but what's his full name? Anand Radhakrishnan. Hope I've got that right. Um, yeah, so uh, I got to meet um, all of those. I've uh, spoken to Ram. He's been on the show a couple of times now. Um, as you know, and he's um, every time I speak to him, uh, he's accomplished more and more. Um, the first time I spoke to him on the show, um, he had just uh, released or was just about to release Paradiso Volume One, uh, Issue One rather, uh, not even Volume One, but Issue One. 
Um, and he was talking to us about that, the themes of the series he hopes to achieve. And then when he came on the show the second time, um, he talked about uh, volume one of Paradiso. And so he'd wrapped on the first five or six issues at that point and wanted to talk about you know how the plot had evolved and how the series was continuing and then talk about a few of his other upcoming works so he talked about graffiti's war um that uh, was um was from unbound uh, that he'd had on the unbound.com but it's uh, he had the hardback volume there which i managed to get got it signed got a sketch man and as well which i was really pleased with and um and yeah so he's he's gone on to to great things now he was on the panel he was on the creating worlds panel with steve and uh talking about his uh, his process there and everything that he um he wanted to talk about with his works but um but yeah graffiti's wall looks looks brilliant um he had an ash can of the savage shores uh, from vault comics which looks incredible and i really can't wait to uh, to dive into that um and he's you know he's going on to bigger and better things he's doing he's doing a, a batman story in an upcoming batman um issue that's coming out um in a couple of uh, couple of weeks or months um he's doing that and uh he's just doing bigger and better things and so it was really great to to meet him put a face to the name uh, put a face to the voice and uh, kind of introduce myself as well and get him to um and you know, get him to say that uh, he'll come on the show at, uh, at another point in the future. Um, I was meant to be getting him and the ditcher onto the show, um, uh, but it didn't happen. Um, it uh, one thing led to another, mostly my fault. Um, but um, couldn't make that work. But I'm going to get him on the show in the future. Uh, he's always fascinating to talk to. I mean, he's always really, uh, really interesting, really engaging, and it's uh, it's great to talk to him about that uh, that that work that he did as well. Um, and some of the other books that we got, um, I uh, went to the Travelling Man um, stall that they had there, which was um, which was excellent, and managed to um, pick up uh, Emil Ferris's uh, My Favourite Thing Is Monsters, the first book of that, which is um, incredible. I think I spoke to Paul Lye about it at uh, when we were discussing our end of year um, specials, end of year stuff for 2017, and um, book two is due out this year, um, but book one is um. I talk about my favorite thing is monsters this book is a monster it's absolutely massive um and i've not been able to get it for a price that i was able to afford uh frankly um every time i've um every time i've bought it and uh, i don't know if you can hear it i've got it um, but it is um massive massive book and it's gorgeous it's just really beautiful to look at um and um i have read some of it i read some of it digitally um i can't remember whether i actually bought the digital copy of it or whether i have a uh, review copy of it somewhere i lose track but um i've read some of it digitally um i know i enjoyed it um and i know that it was um one of the best books of last year so to be able to actually um put my hands on it and get it for a great price which is uh, thanks to traveling man um i was able to uh, to get that which was awesome and uh, I managed to get that. Managed to get um, a few other books from a traveling man as well. My wife managed to get a couple of books. I managed to get. Um, my wife managed to actually get a few books for herself, which I was really pleased with. Um, and I'm really pleased that she was able to buy some as well. Because I always feel guilty when I buy. I spend so much money at comics festivals, and uh, and I don't actually. Um, I always worry that my wife's not going to come away with anything. Um, but she managed to find a couple of books that she really suited her as well. Um, so that was really awesome. And then we looked around. I managed to meet um, Brian Stelfreeze, uh, the artist on Black Panther, as well as many other works over the last twenty or thirty years. 
and um, he was uh, he was sketching uh, when I went up to him. He was doing a commission for someone. He was doing um, Batman and Bruce Wayne, um, like kind of a half and half face, uh, much like Spider Man does. Um, he was doing that, so I managed to talk to him about um, his work. You know, seeing him at the panel and talking to him about his work on Black Panther, and um, bought her sketchbook, bought a sketchbook from him. Um, got it signed, and, um, and that's just incredible. It's brilliant to actually look through his um, look through his process and seeing him when he was on the panel, uh, the sketching spotlight panel. Um, his pencils were super fast. He did a rough outline of Batgirl in pencils that took him all of, I want to say, twenty seconds, thirty seconds. Like I think I blinked and missed about a third of it. Um, so he was absolutely incredible to see him work and it give, gave me a deeper appreciation for the work that he does. Um, I saw um, the sketchbook that he did and it's called Stelfreeze Building a Monarchy Sketchbook. So it's basically um, his work that he did for Black Panther with Ta-Nehisi Coates and, um, and seeing some of his pencil work, his sketches, his inks. Um, and some of the kind of concept processes for the characters that he did in uh, the Black Panther series uh, for Marvel over the last two years. Um, it's just given me a deep appreciation for that work and makes me want to go back and reread the work and kind of just soak in the art that he did. Um, and it's just absolutely gorgeous and it was worth every penny to buy this sketchbook. And I wish I'd been able to uh, to get more sketchbooks from people, um, but um, but alas, I did not have the uh, the time or the money, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, I mentioned that I was able to get uh, these Savage Shores from um, from Ram. That's coming out soon uh, from Vault Comics, um, and um, let's have a look at the full creative team. It's written by Ram B. It's illustrated by Sumit Kumar, coloured by Vittorio Stone, and lettered by Aditya Bidikar. Um, and it is um, it looks like fantastic it's coming out in October uh, it says in here and I've got the ash can for it uh, that's absolutely uh, looks absolutely fascinating um, so the uh, solicit for it or the back cover uh, says two centuries after the first European ship sailed to the Malabar coast and made landfall in Cap Calcutt the East India Company seeks to secure its future along the lucrative Silk Route in the year 1766, an old evil now sails aboard a company ship, hoping to make a home in this newfound land. But he will soon find that the ground along the Indus is an ancient one, with demons and legends far older than himself. Um, so uh, when Ram was talking about it, he talked about the idea of you know, old monsters and uh, demons and, and vampires as a as a metaphor for colonialism um, in India and uh, so I was really fascinated to uh, to hear more of his thoughts on that so I'm going to have to get him back on the show to talk about these savage shores uh, when I actually get a chance to uh, to speak to him again. Um, I also bought uh, a book Folk Tales of the Cryptids um, which was from Afterlight Comics and this is uh, got it signed by the, uh, by the author. It's uh, written by Joseph Oliveira Artist is Dominic Racho and the colorist is uh, Rukasin Ivkovic, um, and uh, and this looks great. It's a um, it's a book of four four an anthology book um, of four stories about cryptids, folk tales of the cryptids, um, each centered around a cryptid legend, including the Mothman, the Chupacabra, and more. 
Um, so it's absolutely fantastic and it, uh, it looks really good. It's got four books. It's got Sunshine, which is the first story. Uh, it has Papa, which is written by Joseph Oliveira again. Artist is Francesco Iaquinta and colorist is Vukasin Ivakovic again. And um, Remember Me, which is the third story, which is Adrian Manuel Garcia is the artist and Bethany Varney is the colorist. And then the fourth story is Romance is Dead. Um, artist is Brendan Purchase and colorist is Roman Stevens. Um, and there was quite a few books um, on um, on Joseph's uh, Joseph's store. And he, there was one called Wendigo Wood, which looked uh, really good as well. And I'm a bit of a sucker for horror, and I'm a bit of a sucker for kind of um, for ghost stories and stories of cryptids and monsters. And it's that time of year. It's uh, it's near coming up to Halloween, so you know I really want to uh, get back into the spirit of reading those kind of stories. I'm very excited for it. Um, I also bought a book called Last Days of Danger, um, which is 23 illustrations inspired by 23 spy films, and this is by Sean Dove. I uh, managed to see Sean Dove on his um, on his desk. Um, he's illustrator and designer. He's uh, at and thank you and thank you for flying dot com. Um, I'd never seen his work before, um, but seeing this book, which um, my wife pointed out to me which is basically um, a book of illustrations um, on uh, illustrations of Bond films. So it's called Hashtag Bond Presents. So basically what it is, is he spent a, a whole month watching and reviewing uh, James Bond films from Doctor No all the way through to Skyfall. And he illustrated, um, he drew a page and a piece of art for each work and he also um, did a quick review, uh, a full-page review of each one as well. Um, and so that's a hardback book that um, looks really good. The artwork is superb, and um, I'm really looking forward to uh, to reading through that as well. Um, yeah, so I mentioned the two panel-by-panel -panel, uh, hardback, um, paperback print copies of uh, the digital um, series that Hass does. Um, and it was great to actually have them in your hand like it's uh it's one thing to to have the digital um subscription which obviously i've got from panel by panel on gumroad uh, but to actually be able to flick through um these books they're really high quality uh, that Hass has done um he uh, he's always very self-effacing he's always very modest about the work that he does and he's uh talking about the fact that um you know oh i, I oh you know I, I thought they turned out okay you know they turned out fantastic you know these these books are absolutely brilliant um, really well made, really high quality, and much like the content itself, which is which is obviously high quality as well. Um, he talks um, uh, about um, panel by panel. Talks about um, each, you know, each one talks about an issue. Talks about uh, a different series. And so, Mister Miracle is um, is the one copy that I've got, and the other one is Young Animal as a whole. Um, so it's actually uh, talks about um, all of the Young Animal series. Um, specifically, it's got uh, Doom Patrol on the front cover, um, but it covers uh, it covers a lot of different ones in there as well. And it's not just specifically uh, the focus. The main focus of the books are on the um, the cover of uh, the issue, um, but there is other things in there as well. There's plenty of um, other content and reviews and things like that. So subscribe to the digital. Um, digital series and then maybe next month uh, next year at uh, Thought Bubble if you run into Hass you'll be able to get some more print copies of some of these books as well
Um, and there was so so many other things that I got to see and got to do. Um, got to you know say hello to people. So say um, said hello to Christian Ward. Um, I got to uh, meet Steve Morris in the house, as I said. Got to meet Al Kennedy from uh, House to Astonish. Uh, got to meet um, Jam Jay Michelin, um, who's um, whose work I've admired for a long time. She was really great, really um, really uh, fascinating person to talk to, um, and just generally have had an amazing time. I didn't get to do half of the stuff that I wanted to do. There was so much stuff there at the. Um, at the at the festival i didn't get a chance to do um there was warren ellis panels there was a panel with um where warren ellis was talking to kieran gillen um and uh, kieran gillen was interviewing warren ellis about his life in korea that i didn't get a chance to see there was um a keynote like warren ellis was the keynote speaker so i didn't get a chance to um to hear that as well which was uh, this afternoon uh, which was uh, would have been fascinating to uh, to listen to um, and then there were other creators there, like Carrie Peach. I didn't get a chance to um, to see Carrie Peach. She's the uh, the artist on uh, Adventure Zone, Here the Big Herblins, um, which I bought and uh, talked about previously. Uh, if not on the show, then um, in uh, definitely on Multiversity Comics. Um, and that's such such a great book, and I wanted to meet her and talk to her about it, but I didn't get a chance to actually see her. Uh, although they were selling the book at Travelling Man. Um, but um, I didn't get a chance to see her. I didn't get a chance to see um, Joseph Glass, who uh, is the author of The Pride, um, and he also writes for Believing Cool. He's He was there, he had his table there. I went to his table, but he wasn't there when I went to him, so I'm going to have to try and chase him up um, and try and catch him and, uh, and speak to him about it. But um, but yeah, I didn't uh, get a chance to do a lot of other things, really. There was so much that um, I'd have loved to have done. But I think that's probably the curse of the show, really, is this idea that... Uh, you know, there's there's so much to do and so little time, um, and it um, and it was just it was a really great um, experience. I'd never been to a thought bubble before, um, so I'd been to um, comic cons, um, not any American comic cons, but I've been to um, kind of big um, kind of pop culture festivals, I suppose they are pop culture conventions because they're never just. Um, comics. I've always gone to like memorabilia, which is like a British thing, uh, which has got TVs, TV shows. They always the, the years that I went, there was always kind of a few Doctors. There was the Red Dwarf cast. There was uh, a few Doctors from Doctor Who, not actual Doctors, and um, and then I like actors and things like that. Last time I went, there were people from Babylon Five. So that is a long time ago that I, I last went there. Um, but this was the first proper comic book festival that I've been to and um and I loved it. I thought it was um I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was really everyone was super friendly. You have that kind of awkward moment where you're you're walking down the aisles and you're like, do do I say hello to people? Do you know if I if I make eye contact do I have to buy something? And it's not like that at all. You know, you just kind of speak to people, you you make friends as you go, you know, I, I don't like the word networking, but you know, that's kind of what it feels like sometimes. You know, you you're making friends and you think, you know actually I'd love to get to know them a bit more. I'd love to have them on the show, and I'd love to, you know, work with them on something. And um, and I think everyone thinks the same thing. You know, everyone's so super friendly. And uh, and if you're in England uh, or in the UK, um, either live here or you you're here in September next year, then I definitely recommend um, going to Thought Bubble. I definitely recommend experiencing it for yourself and um, and seeing how you uh, how you feel about everything and meeting people. And you know, I went to the the after show party and uh, Mags Visaggio was there, Kieran Gillen was there, uh, Richard Johnson from Bleeding Cool was there um, and it was just 
it's just cool to kind of hang out and be in the same space as these people not necessarily pester them and talk to them but um you know just kind of appreciate the fact that you're all there for the same thing really which is love of comics and you're all there just to kind of experience these things and and, and talk to people and just see these huge marquees which kind of take over Leeds city center basically and um hundreds upon hundreds of stalls and um and loads of people had zines and things like that and it got me the whole experience got me thinking about kind of lessons for next time you know and you don't really want to you don't really want to think about um oh well when i come next time you know you don't want to think about the future you want to be thinking about the now you want to be in the in the present and going oh i am appreciating it um but inevitably you end up thinking about what you would do next time and there are a few things that I've learned that um, I'd like to pass on to you. So if you um, are like me and you barely do any planning for anything ever, you don't do any organising, you don't just, you know, as you can probably tell by the fact that I'm rambling, um, I don't really think about what I say before I say it. Um, so I'm certainly not going to plan that far ahead. But um, if uh, you're anything like me, hopefully you can learn something from what I'm about to tell you. Um, and so I was mentally making a list of things that I would remember for next time uh, because I'm definitely going to go next year it's a bit frustrating because it lands it always lands in the same week as my wedding anniversary and so it's kind of hard to try and um, make those two things work well together um, but uh, this year it worked out a lot better because um, the wedding, my wedding anniversary was a few days before the weekend Whereas this next next year coming up, um, it will be very close to the weekend, so it'll be very hard to um, to try and pass those things off. But I'm hoping that I'll still be able to go. Um, but uh, yeah, so when I go next year, there are certain things that I'm going to remember from this year. And first thing I would say to do is to to plan your time a lot better than I did, <laughs> which is not going to be hard because I did not plan my time at all. Um, but they have on the website you can download the programs before you go they'll have the seating arrangement even of the marquees so you can see where people are sat everyone on twitter is telling you where they're sat you know if they're creators in their bios it'll say i'm sat at table so and so uh, and just make a note of the people that you want to see and the people you want to speak to um, i definitely want to get a commission or two next year uh, which means i need, need to see them as early as possible and just try and um, speak to them about getting a commission from them and um, putting that in front of them before you know there's no point coming up to them on Sunday afternoon and going yes I'd like this drawing please you know you have to approach them early enough time and get that work from them um, and so just plan just uh, sit down and spend a bit of time to look and go right what are the panels that I need to go see what are the um, people in the marquees that I'd like to go see um, and following that the next point I would say is get to know the people that are going you know so uh, I don't just mean personally um, which is you know uh, which is true which I'll come on to in a minute but um, you know first of all get to know the people that are tabling you know so if someone you love is going to be there look at where they're going to be sat and look at who's going to be sat around them and maybe look them up and see if it's something you're interested in because there were so many people that I kind of walked past and didn't have chance to kind of stop and chat but their work was amazing you know and there were some people that I did stop and chat to that I'd never seen their work before and I felt like uh, I felt almost rude for never having seen their work and you know that's that's not how it works you know they're there to to be seen and to kind of for, for brand new faces to see them and come up to them and talk to them 
um, and so they don't mind, you know. But um, I I wanted to know more about these people, you know. Um, I wanted to know more about the people that were on the panels that I went to. I, I I was lucky that I knew most of the people on the panels, so I already knew, you know, of their work. And even if I wasn't reading or following their work, I knew of them. Um, but um, but yeah, so I I get to you know just Google a handful of them as well and just go right well. There's going to be people that you want to see, you know. There's a list that make a list of the people that you definitely need to see. Underline them, circle them, um, you know, write them in a uh, you know a spreadsheet and do whatever you need to do, and make sure that you see those people and you and you spend time just chatting to them and just be open with them and talk to them and and buy a few things and and just have that interaction, which is really cool. But then also see people that you you know you've never seen before and just Google their work and just say, well, they're they're in the marquee next to so-and-so let's have a look at their work you know or um read down the list and go how many of these people do i know how many of these people don't i know and then maybe look them up and have a good look and see because i think if i'd known a lot more of the people that were going to be there and i i didn't know about them ahead of time i could have made a beeline for them a little bit earlier and just been able to spend a bit more time with them and, and you know get what they want uh, get you know get what i want and and you know have a great experience with them um, so I'd say that as well. Um, I would uh, the next point I would make is uh, about people that you do know, so IRL people. Um, I would you know make plans to see them, you know, because uh, there are plenty of people I got to see. I was really lucky this year. I got to got to meet people that I've known online for a long time. Uh, there are other people that I've known online for a while that I didn't get a chance to see. Um, Steve Lacey from Fantasticast. We tried to make it work. <laughs> we kind of we were like ships in the night, um, where you know he was here and I was there multiple times throughout throughout today. Um, so Steve, if you're listening, I'm very sorry that I didn't get a chance to see you. Um, but that was really gutting that I didn't get a chance to see him. But other than that, like most of the people that I wanted to see, I got a chance to see and meet, and speak with, and shake their hand, and just and you know have 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 something to eat with them, have a drink with them, which was great. Um, and but I would say that you know if there are people like that, make your plans ahead of time and just say, you know, hey, I'm going to be there. Are you going to be there? Let's let's meet up. Most of the folks, myself included, on Twitter will have Thought Bubble in their name, or at least will have. You know, a tweet pinned that says, "I'm going to be here. I'm going to be doing this." Um, so yeah, just reach out to people and say, "Hey, do you want to meet up? You want to do this?" Um, I went with my my wife, and we had a great time. You know, and she came to the panels and had a great time. Came for lunch with me and a few others. Had had a great time there as well. Um, but um, she she reads comics and she enjoys comics, and she was reading comics independent of me before we met. Um, but she is nowhere near as into comics and the comic scene as I am um, so there are a few things a few moments and times where stuff went over her head or stuff kind of didn't didn't uh, interest her to the depth that it interested me and so you know if you're going with people like that then be aware of the fact that you know it might not all be for, always be for them but what I will say is that Leeds is a beautiful city you know it's gorgeous and it's got loads of really great things there as well so I would say you know, with those, with that in mind, if you're going with a group of people, or if you're bringing someone along that isn't into it as much as you are, then maybe find stuff for them to do as well, so that when you stand in line for an hour to meet a creator, or you go to a panel about something that's so in depth um, that only you know, only people who are super into it find it interesting, um, then these people can, you know, your friends, your family, your loved ones. Uh, your work colleagues or whatever they can go off and enjoy the museum they can go off and go around the shops or you know do whatever that they find interesting 
and then you can meet up afterwards and you know talk about your experiences um and just enjoy the amount of time that you get to you know you get to spend in leeds because it's an awesome city um the next piece of advice is probably one that i will give out and then i will you know hopefully do this next year but i mean it is so much easier said than done and that is save money um for it because i found out that i spent you know i don't know how much i've spent yet i've literally just sat down and got home and started talking to you but um i know it's more than i wanted to spend um but or more than i not more than i wanted to spend because i wanted to spend you know five times that much looking at all the stuff there but i also know that i spent more than i should have spent um and so i would say save money and try and just prepare yourself for the fact that there are going to be things there that you want to buy that you're not going to be able to afford um there were so many posters and so many prints that i would love to have bought but i have no money or wall space to put them up in um so i had to make some harsh choices there there were books uh, by creators that i wanted to buy but i would say you know take cash a lot of people take card which is great um but take take as much cash as you can um portion yourself out don't you know just carry a wad of notes in your hand wandering around a city you don't know um but i would say you know definitely go up to as many tables as you can and every you know almost every table has got something for a pound or two pound or three pound um whether it's kind of zines or cards or um you know little kind of keychains or or you know um pins or you know stickers or something like that and just get stuff from as many people as you can because there are so many creators there that i would have loved to have bought you know their entire table um but i would run out of money extremely fast and i did run out of money extremely fast so i would say you know buy little buy little and often and then maybe splash out on big things from some of your favorite creators um but people will appreciate the time you talk to them people will appreciate the fact that you've spent two three four pound on a zine and you know the zine that has their website on the back and so you go to their website and you buy something next month or you buy something the month after that or you just keep returning and you see them next year and they are one of the people that you buy a big item from um so it's it's always great to do that everyone's got business cards or bookmarks with their website on it or things like that so make sure to pick up those as well um another thing i'd say is there was a lot of times where i felt super awkward and uh, because i tend to sometimes be a super awkward person um but i would also say just just smile at people just say hello um you know they they've got the you know out of the two the you know, the dynamic between you and that person they are the ones that are you know potentially more awkward because they are in a more vulnerable position you know they've got their personal you know work their personal livelihood out on a table and display in front of you and they stood there you know and they they have stood there waiting for people to interact with them you know and that's that's infinitely more awkward than you walking past and you know <laughs> whether you will you know speak to them or not or talk to them or buy something um so it's it's you know if you're thinking to yourself oh it's awkward and and I get it I'm there as well I feel exactly the same but they're all super lovely everyone I met uh, is really friendly even if I just was kind of walking past their table and I smiled and said hello and they smiled back and said hello back and had a, I had a few kind of interactions with people that I couldn't tell you their name and I couldn't tell you what their art was like but it was really lovely to kind of just say hello and hope they're having a good time and things like that and uh, and again believe me I am you know do what i say not what i do kind of thing because i'm not perfect at that either but it was really good to um 
kind of have that to share that space with these people and to share that uh, experience of talking to people and you know I bought a sticker and a couple of cards of someone and they were the loveliest person and it was just really nice to just have that moment of speaking to them and saying how are you finding it and they're like oh god it's you know it's overwhelming and it's really busy and and, and everyone's everyone's people you know everyone's just people and having the right time and um and yeah and it's just one of those experiences like that so um, I think that's all the lessons that I learned. I'm probably going to think of about five or six more as soon as I uh, as soon as I stop this conversation. Um, but everything in Leeds City Centre or everything in Thorpeball is close by. Uh, they're all round about, so you know, kind of plan your routes as well. I suppose like know where things are. Plan where you're going to go for food um, because there are plenty of places to eat. But sometimes you can be spoiled for choice and you can be stood there thinking what am I going to eat where am I going to go um and you end up just getting you know going somewhere thankfully this didn't happen to me but you know you could end up just going somewhere you don't want to go just because it's right nearby but um we had a fantastic breakfast at uh, Mrs Arthur Mrs Athers I think it's called I always want to keep calling it Martha's for some reason but Mrs Athers which was a coffee shop and um we had breakfast um there as well breakfast was epic so I definitely recommend that I'm going back there next year if I can and um and yeah went for food somewhere else and and went for went for lunch somewhere else and uh yeah just great places just fine places to go and um I I think all of this kind of comes down to plan and don't be awkward which seems a bit reductive now I'm kind of thinking about it but you know they are it is great advice for you it is really good to um it's good to find the the time to sit down beforehand and go right where am I going to go who am I going to see and how am I going to afford it so basically that's my advice um but um well I think we'll leave it there I had an amazing weekend um it was really good to to talk about it with you guys if you went to Thought Bubble um let me know um tweet at me tell me your experiences I imagine and I know full well that me and you could have gone to the same festival and done completely different things and both had an amazing time with completely different experiences been to different panels uh, saw different people in marquees uh, bought different books Um, I absolutely guarantee um, that there are people that did uh, the exact everything opposite to me went to the other panels that I didn't go to went to the other marquees uh, went bought things from stalls that I didn't buy things from um, and I guarantee they had an amazing time as well so everyone will have a story from um, from Thought Bubble and so I want to hear yours so uh, tweet at me I'm at Matt Loon M-A-T-T-L-U-N-E um, uh, the show is at That's The Issue um, you can reach out to the show at That's The Issue Podcast at gmail.com and you can find show notes and past episodes on multiversitycomics.com uh, and you can also find us on iTunes, um, Podbean, Stitcher, everywhere really basically um, and uh, and yeah and that's it so check out multiversitycomics.com uh, for a whole bunch of other podcasts uh, the podcast family at Multiversity is getting better and better all the time we've got DC3Cast which is the DC dedicated podcast which is basically the only dc podcast you're ever going to need um which is awesome uh we've got um make my marvel podcast as well which is exactly the same thing but for marvel so like you won't need any of the marvel podcasts because you've got that one which is awesome uh we've got a manga podcast we've got uh, mother box that i do uh with paul which uh, breaks down and uh, deep dives into jack kirby and jack kirby's fourth world uh, so if you're interested in that join in with that 
and uh, and then there's also the robots from tomorrow boys that uh, do how they fit the time in their lives to do as many podcasts or many episodes of that podcast i do not know um but they bring out um two at least one a week maybe two um where they uh, talk to you about the upcoming issues for that week and beyond um so definitely check them out as well um i'm i know i'm forgetting a couple of podcasts but uh I'm absolutely wiped from this weekend and I'm just surprised that I managed to talk to you for 47 minutes um, at the moment. So I'm just going to leave it there. My voice is going, my brain is going, um, I can hear uh, the cat downstairs meowing at me. So I will um, say my goodbyes and um, just to say that um, if you ever get the chance to go to Thought Bubble, definitely go. And if you uh, did go this weekend, let me know how you got on and let me know... um, if you enjoyed yourself, what time you had, what kind of time you had, um, and uh, and I will speak to you next month, uh, where it will be October. It will be our Halloween special episode. I have literally no idea what we're going to do for it, um, but uh, check out last year's Halloween episode if you want some ideas of the kind of things that we get up to. Uh, hopefully, Wes will be back. Hopefully, we'll have some other special guests on the show as well. Uh, stay tuned, and uh, until then, I will speak to you. Uh, speak to you soon. Bye bye. Thank you.